There yep. we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, did you see what time it cut out for you? It was around three minutes. There was a moment where you, I heard you say something like, I think it cut out or whatever. I heard you and then I was responding to you, but I don't think you heard me. And then like a few seconds later, you were blacked out and I definitely didn't hear you. Yeah. So, you were talking mid in the mid sentence, it cut out. And that's when I said that. And, and then when I, when I unlocked the screen, it, it sh- I should have, damn it, I should have taken a re- uh, screenshot, but it was, it was saying uh, trying to reconnect. And then it was like, it, it said something like if, if cannot reconnect, you're recording up until whenever it cut out is saved and recorded. But I, that was interesting seeing that trying to reconnect thing because I don't I thought I lost signal or something, but I have good bars. So, all right. So now I am going to leave it unlocked. Uh, the only bad thing is I, I charge my phone when I what I with it while I was inside getting the keys ready, and I'm at twenty six percent. So. I think I'll make it back in inside in time to have it still be live. Nice burp. Well, I found a, a different software that claims to be free. I don't know exactly how it works and all, but it, I think this one we might actually have to use on our computers, which would probably be better. Uh, I feel it like this be better. Stuff, it'd be better, but uh, it'd be more something we'd have to actually very, plan out. Very inconvenient, yeah. <laughs> That's the only problem. Well, we're just going to have to like, set aside some time. Whoever's listening to this podcast, can you create something that's not only free, but works well via cell phones? <laughs> we'll just have to try and set aside some time to sit down at home and try to record so, podcasts. We'll definitely shout you out here in this podcast, even though we might not have millions of views. <laughs> I was, I'm just speaking out to the ether. Whoever is listening to this podcast ever and happens to happen upon it and and uh, knows how to create a recording app that works well via cell phones, so we don't have to, you know. Yeah, this is definitely very touchy, and I mean, it also was the only one that was free. Yep. I which remember. I would hate to pay for something and that did this. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, that would definitely be a problem i mean as they say you get what you pay for right <laughs> yeah pretty but, much you know we'll just we'll make do with what we got right now and just being in with time constraints i think what i didn't get to or what i think i was asking you but it faded out i was asking the last time that we even did a recording uh, for a podcast, and I, I said four months, and I'm like, wait a minute, I think it was even more longer than that. Yeah, it's been a while. And because you were talking about w- if I would was willing to do the, I think seven dollar a month membership for that other one you were talking about. I just found another one that says it's free. I mean, I was responding to that like, well, I wouldn't mind it if if we, you know kind of got together and talked about it, but it's like, I, if, even if we sign up for the month thing, we might only get to it, like, once, because it's life. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I got you. I kind of don't want to commit to something like that that I'm not really going to use. 
No, if I'm paying for something, we're gonna have to freaking use it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like you know, like you were saying, I wouldn't mind that one on the computer, but if we can, you know, set up time and plan it out for real, then, then yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to actually sit down and do this stuff. Matter of time, we'll get there. So I guess I'll do the recap for everybody who uh, wasn't on our phone call. Yeah. Recrap it. I'm going to recrap it. Ready? It's going to be a shitload. (laughs) uh, We talked about politics, everything that's going on in the world right now. Uh, (laughs) The race baiting and racism that the mainstream MSM is promoting and fighting racism with, you guessed it, racism, because that works. Freaking loaded question. (laughs) Just like fighting fire with fire. The only time fighting fire with fireworks is if you're a firefighter in a forest or in a certain portion. I don't know the, the breakdown of how it goes, goes down, but that you, you use fire to fight fire by cutting it off, and then it puts itself out. But racism, combating racism with racism only builds a bigger bonfire. Dumbasses. Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass. And then just the uh, the lefts, the liberals, the Democrats, social justice warriors, whatever the hell you want to call them, the feel goodies that don't actually do anything good. Talked about them, especially what's pushed on the media, and and then the blatant lies that only come out because other sources of media actually talk about every aspect of an event and provide all of the video evidence or evidence in general and then to see the two of them side by side is like oh okay when you when you present to me an edited version of the truth yeah it sounds really bad and then when you present me the truth it's like oh it is bad but not in the way you portrayed it or the bad guy you're portraying really is the good guy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's just some of the things and then joe rogan talk about joe rogan and uh, his yeah. podcast, and some of the cool things he talks about, especially like not giving an f about stupid people on social media, because everybody's a keyboard warrior. Actually, you know, I forget who he talked to. Well, we didn't talk about this part, but he 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 talks to many people about just social media, especially Twitter, in general. How, and I agree with this. Like. That's not how we're meant to communicate with one another, with limited characters and a short space. I and remember that. Ha- I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about here. Yeah, and half the and, and if if any if if we were to if any of those people were to meet up in face to face, more than half of those things wouldn't be said because it's yeah, a different. You humanize somebody when you're next yeah. to them, you know. Well, it's also because now they know who you are. They see because that's the other thing. It's like online, you literally can be anyone you want to be. You could be incognito. You could be the troll. You know, nobody really knows who you are unless they can track you with your your. Um, they got to be a bigger troll to figure out who you are. Yeah, and <laughs> address and all that fun jazz. You know, it's easy to be a dick and a troll. And and hide, but try go ahead and do that in person. You know, it's you can be a bully online, but 
you won't be all the time. And if you are, you might get beat up. And that's what you don't get when you're online. You get away with murder. Why didn't this... No, yeah, you definitely... I don't know. I feel like online communication needs to change before I get back onto it because it's just a little bit too toxic for my taste. There's no genuine conversation happening on there, at least none that I got to participate in. Well, I would say it's extremely rare because, uh, I, like we were saying before, it's it's mostly like jealous people and, and people that just, like Joe Rogan says, it's fucktards. They got nothing going on in their lives. And yeah. it's easy to friggin' troll and take a dump on somebody that you'll never see, you'll never meet, they'll never know who you are, and just disappear. You know, it's people that you know have issues in their own life that are dealing with their own stressors, and they're trying to just dump that out on your chest. Yeah, they're just fucking make their day better for that one little second. That's that's a sad human being. I've I've always not only felt sorry for people like that, but for good reason. You know, angry with people like that. Like, if you're that miserable, take a dump in the woods. Like, why do you have to? But it's that it's that you know that saying: misery loves company. Misery hates being alone, and it's gonna do what it yeah, Yeah, it's gonna do whatever it can to to pass that misery onto someone else, or at least include them on it. And it's like, yo, that that's super sad. I've always, anytime I was in either angry or freaking sad or depressed, I always made sure I was alone because I'm like, I don't want to bring this on anyone. Like I would hate for anyone to feel the crap I'm feeling right now. That's a sad person doing that. And also, like, seek help, damn it. Like, find a way. I've always, my mindset with anything was, especially in bad situations, like, the best possible alternative. But the thing with that is, it takes a lot of energy and effort, and it's not easy to, to do or find. Like, and there's I, other, and, like, know, healthier ways of, like, communicating with people. Oh, yeah. There's tons of that. And, and not even communicating with people. If you're not in a right state of mind, you should probably stay away from people. If you're if you're an angry person, whatever, go hit a friggin' punching bag then. Like there's literally, you know, there's always a better alternative to something rather than just the first thing you think of. You know, if you're angry, go hit a. I loved hitting a punching bag when I was pissed off. And the best part is, it'll beat you up. Whereas, you know, it'll break you for the most part. You might break the punching bag, but that might be a while. And if it doesn't, you're going to be broken at the end of it. And then you're going to feel better because you freaking let it out. And I've been there before. It's amazing. <laughs> it's exhilarating. At the same time, like, and somebody might out there might be like, well, you know, I want something that's going to hit me back. Go ahead, ram your head into the freaking punching bag or the wall if you're that pissed. You you want something to hit you back? Go ahead, hit something that hurts. You'll see see how quickly that'll go. But that's you can look at that. That's a weak-minded person to be to be. It's easy to be a bully and beat up and prey on the weak. Go ahead and fight something that's challenging. You won't. You know why? Because you want something easy. Because your life's been so hard. You'll uh, see. I feel the same exact way. Joe Rogan was just, the, the podcast I was just listening to on Spotify. 
He was talking to what the hell? I forget the name of the comedian. Tom Siegel, whatever, or something like that. But he, he was talking about something like that, how when he first started out as a comic, he wanted other comedians to bomb. And after a while, he was like, you're an idiot. Like, why do you want people to bomb only to make yourself feel better? And he said when he started training martial arts, like, did he realize, like, especially over time, if he wanted to get better as a comedian or, or just a martial artist or anything, it's he had to train with the best. And it's yeah, like yeah. that phrase, iron sharpens iron. Like, yeah, you can be better than other people just because they suck. That doesn't mean you're good. When you face somebody who's, who's competitive, you're going to get your ass destroyed. Hey, quick side note. Uh, yeah. Text me your email. I'm going to send you an invite link. Okay. To this other software uh, we can use. Right now or, or just at, at some point? Well, just, after this. Uh, well, the sooner the better, honestly. That's where I can get okay. it. Get it out right, of the me, way. Let me get you that in a minute because I'm going in now. What is it? No, I want to. I definitely want to get into YouTube more. I want to yeah. at least do a video a week, like at least you know one video a week and one podcast a week. Yep. To start with. Well, I think I think when we we talked about even this podcast a while back and the few times where we. We didn't get to do it for like several weeks or a month. Like even if we could just do one, like we got to set low goals and then yeah, to where it's accomplishable and then you know yeah. that it's, it's more than accomplishable. You know, like we just need to freaking sit down time, and talk. <laughs> I'm making I'm making time now. I'm de- I'm about to have three days off a week. And that's gonna be well, yeah. That that should be ample, and that helps a lot. Damon, I have it like a a schedule you can be free. Yeah, I'm gonna tell them I want a set schedule as well as the other thing, and that uh, I'm still working on that. But right now, I do have a set schedule with them. But if I can have it to where I'm thinking, I'm gonna be on like Friday through Monday, and then I'll be off Tuesday through Thursday. Well, just uh, just a heads up. Like I said, my brother and my friend were there. It sounds like you do have a good boss and whatnot, but just be careful because they might agree to giving you something and then kind of change it up on you, and then you're stuck with it. That's yeah. ammo for you, so. But I mean, since I've been there, I've had the same the same exact schedule. Yeah, I've been there two two months now. Okay. Yeah, so just keep that in mind, unfortunately. there. And I have I have another friend of mine who works uh, at a fulfillment center, I think, and uh, I warned him about Amazon beforehand. He's like, oh, no, it's been good. And, then a, and I literally talked to him, I don't know, I think a week ago. And he was like, dude, this place is a shit show. Da, da, da. I'm like, I kind of told you. And he's like, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> looking to get at it. So. Because that's how they get a lot of people is the pay is pretty good. It's like a decent job, but the best way to look at that job is it's a stepping stone to get another job. It's, it's to get you on your feet, have income coming in while you're looking for something else. Because it just, it gets bad after a bit. They're, they're good at selling, you know, a great time, but it gets old kind of quick, unfortunately. 
No, and then, you know, I'm not really one that's looking for a forever job. Yeah. I want to be self-employed and then some. Yeah. I'm looking to build myself, not a career. I'm I'm just saying. My career is me. (laughs) Is he through? I mean, you already on on the outside, so it's a matter of having some time, like you were saying, to be able to do it more while not worrying about. You know, having I'm income. actually doing like with what time I do have, I'm not really doing that bad though. Like, uh, like all my credit cards are more than paid off, and like I always have cash on the side. I've been finding like good inventory lately on eBay and good you're sales. Saying, you're saying you're a rich bitch. I'm not rich, but <laughs> I'm not Don't like I- I'm not suffering. That's you know, I can go I can go eat me some. McDonald's and not have to order off the dollar menu, you know. Listen <laughs> to this podcast. This guy's Keegan's a rich bitch. Don't let him fool you. He got everything he needs. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> this podcast is I ain't eat McDoubles. By the way, this podcast is sponsored by Fake News, and that was Fake News. <laughs> fake News. I'm eating all the McDoubles. That butt double. I'll try some butt double. But I got a double butt. Double that butt. Double that butt. Some people got a double chin. I got me a double butt. Double, double, double butt. It's like double. a bubble butt, but it's double. Double, 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 double butt. <laughs> Make that butt double, double butt. Uh, it has been fun out here lately. I've been, uh, I've been finding some cool stuff to sell on eBay. Nice. Been, uh, very nice. Yeah, that's like part of what I do. Just a snip bit. Just a little snip bit. Maybe. It used to be like, like when I first Live. started it, like that first, yeah, it was, uh, you know, like when you get into something, it's all you want to talk about, all you ever want to do and think about well, and breathe but, and sleep and eat. But that's, that's the, that's the best way to, to do most things is. Just focus and, and dive in. I, I don't know if I talked to you about this. That's but... true. I mean, yeah, just get in, learn as much as you possibly can. Just the quicker you do it, pull in it. Yeah, you learn every. I mean, I am like well versed in everything there is to know about the the ins and outs of starting and operating an eBay business. Oh, yeah, I'm now. still are learning. Kind of expert. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> I can show you how to get things done, but. Like I said, I'm I'm still learning things today. Like there's new things that come in into play yep. all the time, and I'm like, wow, dude. Like if I would have known that a year ago, where would I be today? You know, like just little well, bitty yeah. stupid things where I'm like, wow, that optimizes. Like that saves me freaking makes ten a minutes difference. a day, and yep. that's a lot. Like that that really is a lot. Yep. When I've only got an hour and a half in the morning, ten minutes is freaking crucial. Yeah. And and that's how, especially with our, in our lifetimes, with just how technology is, you have to be growing and adapting all the time. Oh you're gonna yeah, get you definitely. Up. You need to keep up like with technology. Yeah. And people that you aren't, I mean, it, you're only limiting yourself and what you're capable of. Yep. Like, I I, I feel like I, I think about that sometimes. Like, even bef- like right around. I would say, like, even before we were born, but even the time we were, it was, like, different then. But even before that, like, 
they didn't have this level of competition. Like they talk about how, the, the amount of millionaires that are being produced in this oh last God, decade. Yeah, is, the millennial millionaires. Yeah, it's astronomical it's freaking compared ridiculous. to yeah. any did, other time did, in did, human did history. You see, did you see how many people just became millionaires off of Bitcoin? No. What? With that, with that jump from like five cents to, to 40 like, to, to 30 40 cents i mean even if it only went to 30 cents i mean that is that is a lot of money to make like it doesn't sound like a lot but if you put 10 grand on something that's only worth six cents i mean that's yep and it explodes money. one guy it, became a multi-millionaire uh, like overnight geez. basically yeah yeah i haven't life looked at savings that. into it it's pretty interesting i mean it makes you jealous of shit like i had money yeah. into it and I but sold this it. guy, and this guy, risk. I'm never, I'm could. never gonna do that again. But this Tell guy you, did man. the high risk, high reward, and friggin', it paid off. And that's the thing we're learning with stocks. It's yeah, he he literally yoloed his entire life savings. <laughs> that's freaking crazy. And it paid off. Holy crap! Like, I would that's... never be able to do that. Not only because I wouldn't do it, but my wife would murder me in real life. Dude, <laughs> seriously, like. I couldn't what? put all my money on one egg, you know? I'm just nope. not that guy. Yep. And but hey, like, I mean, it. at the Kick same time, out. I regret the, I regret, you know, I regret not putting a thousand dollars into it and then yeah. cashing out. But hey, I mean, that's just how, that's just how that goes. You cannot predict that kind of stuff. No, yeah. I, I look at Doge, Doge. As uh, Bitcoin back in the day, like everybody was kind of like, oh, it's stupid, stupid, stupid. And then this, the people that just put it in for as a oh, joke man. and kept it. And when it blew up, it's like, this is, this is, that's kind of why I jumped well, on this. Because... Yeah. And a lot of people are thinking, like, dude, it's going to hit a dollar eventually. And oh, yeah. Could you imagine how much that guy that owns bought <laughs> in at six, like, he's going to make so much money? So that's why I, I bought in a little bit, and I wish, because I was trading it whenever it was worth like a half, like up. it was less than a penny. It wasn't even a penny yet. Yeah, yeah, my, that's I, what I, was, I did. My wife put ten dollars. I, I think twenty five dollars as a joke. Two years ago, over two years ago, when it was it was a quarter of a, it was a quarter of a penny or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like. I can't wait until it's done. I'm like, damn it! Why didn't you tell me about it then? She's like, I told you. I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, but I remember you yelling at me saying not to buy it. And she's like, well, I told you about it. I'm like, I wish I freaking knew. I would have put, I don't know, more. If she would have put, if just you would have put a hundred dollars in when it was exactly. less than a if penny, yeah, you would have made a lot. Holy crap! Once it hit a penny, you'd have made a grand. I mean, that's yeah. I was like, damn it! I wish, I, like, I'm like, I vaguely remember you maybe saying something about it. But I'm like, if anything, you always yell at me when I put money in anything. So I'm pretty sure you're like, no, I'm, I'm, it's don't put in anything into it. And I'm like, damn it. I wish even if I put $10 as a joke, then. Like, exactly. Like, no, I, but I, I mean, it. I was so sketched about it. I, I kept pulling and I wasn't as committed to my future as I am now, which it's funny because that was only like a couple of years ago. But <laughs> now if I put money in the grow. stock market, I'm not pulling it out just because the past three years of trading has taught me that if you do put money on something, 
mm-hmm. chances are a year, even like a few months later, you're going to see that what you put in at that price is going to change and it's going to make you upset every freaking time. Yep. And then look at look at the history of the stock market. There, like every 20 year history is going to show that everything across the board has gone up regardless of the time. Yes. And that that's something to look at. I forget who was. I think Warren Buffett, like someone talking to Warren Buffett about that interview. Yeah, with him, there's no great. And, there's no good time to sell. There's always a great but, time to own. There's not there's, a good time to buy because it's always a great time to buy. That's what. That's basically what it is. Yeah, but he was saying there, there's a flow with it. There's a con. It's a roller coaster. It it, it constantly goes yeah. up yeah. and down every five years or so. And if you have and the wherewithal just... to hold out when it was down yeah. it's happening, that's what is going to make you weather the storm mm-hmm. and you know be that millionaire you want to be in your sixties. That's how he made most of his money is when everybody was running away from. I I make I, he I was make diving right in. He was buying more. You know, but the analogy of like a house fire. Well, everybody's running away because the fire is happening. He saw an opportunity. Like, okay, I'm gonna. Hey, I'm, he's gonna grab off. that diamond necklace out of the jewel box. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, sure, <laughs> that one. But he was. It was more like he's. He's like, okay, you know, everybody's panicking. I'm gonna stay calm and actually put some time and effort and, and energy into this. And then when it crashed completely, he bought things cheap as hell. And yeah. then when things got better, guess who got rich? <laughs> Everybody's yeah. running away from the house fire. I'm over here like, I mean, insurance is going to replace it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Man, I want to buy. I want to buy a new microphone for this. Like, I want to get like a nice, decent microphone, like an actual recording studio kind of microphone. Like, yeah, I think I if we can. A bunch, but yeah, I, I definitely think we should invest in stuff like that. Yeah, if we if we definitely like do the one for the. The computer recording, and that mm-hmm. would be definitely a good idea because we'll be able well, to. Because my issue was at some point. usually when we're doing these recordings is I'm at home sitting next to my computer. Yep. So I'm I might as well road. be on a on an actual microphone. Yeah, and I'm usually in the middle of doing crap at work. Usually. Yeah, you're somewhere off fingering your butt. Somebody's got it. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> It's sweat and gushy. It's like that, uh, you know, that new trend that's going on where people yeah. are like putting chocolate or something in different things and then pretending it's <laughs> there that they have them blindfolded. And when oh. and after they put them in the fing- yeah, their finger, yeah, yeah. it happens, they bring an animal. I saw one with a pony or a yeah, dog. I saw one of the whores. Like, like, it was yeah. like a, a hollowed out watermelon and the girl stuck her arm yeah. in it. And then, yep. like, and they pulled away the. Yeah, and she's like got her arm covered in chocolate. And the and she's right like, oh, and she just sounds <laughs> like one of those too. But I mean, at the same time, it's like I, I question the validity of her reaction because oh no, that like I know which why one were you blindfolded, about. and how did you not like go? Why am I sticking my arm in a hole? Like, what am I doing this for? Yeah, no, that that was uh, I forgot his name, Anwar, I think. I don't know. It was like a. He's he's uh, he's uh he used to be a TikToker a TikToker. Wow, Vine. A Vine and YouTuber. He's an entertainer. Man, and I remember Vine. Girl, girl on there is is also an entertainer. So I know who exactly who you're talking about. They jumped on that on that trend. There's some of them that are kind of legit, but but that one they. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to your explanation. No, my no I, I saw that. I think it popped up on like Snapchat, Snapchat or something. That's like the last, honestly, I'm probably going to delete that one too. It's the last social media connection I technically have oh, Snapchat? besides YouTube. Yeah. Really? I don't, I haven't had that in years. I don't, I talk to my brother on there. My you brother know, and my sister. You know what I miss about Snapchat? I don't know if I told, I think I told you this, but maybe I didn't. But I remember when I, when I was on there, like I actually preferred that more than doing stories on Instagram because I felt like it was just a lot simpler. And I would do, <laughs> I would, I would, uh, I would do like, it was usually late at night, like when I was coming back from work and I would let out my dog in the yard and just like do, you know, little videos with her and stuff or just whatever, random stuff. But some of the times I had to pee so bad and I was like, I don't even want to go inside yet. And she was there. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to piss outside. And I would do a video. <laughs> you just see the stream coming out. And sometimes it was cold out. So I was like, oh, look, there's a stream and steam and just random crap. And I would have friends like hit me up and they'd watch the story, whatever. They're like, dude, that's freaking funny as hell. Like you do the most random things. I'm like, really? That's <laughs> I don't know. I'm just doing whatever. One thing I miss about it because I'm like, damn it, like if, if I had that and just kind of kept doing it and then promoted it more, like maybe people actually would have liked that. Because remember I was telling you before, like <laughs> people like them and will watch the most random things that, for entertainment. Yeah, but yeah, they, they will. And if you are a captive, if you can captivate even just a few people, those people can you know, find you an audience. But I was, I thought it was funny as hell because I'm like, I'm doing literally the stupidest and randomest things and, and my friend's like, dude, I can't stop laughing. I'm like, really? It's that funny? Like, I was surprised. <laughs> and that's when the star was born. No, I'm just kidding. But no, that's, uh, so I got, that's why I'm not worried with either of us getting back into streaming or even podcasting like i know we're not only talented and funny like we we can put on a good show without even freaking trying and that's not being cocky or anything it's not even really confidence like we're I just like i've worked with you before and streaming like yeah. everything <laughs> even just talking with you at the time like we just freaking there's just energy flowing it's just like great stuff coming out Without trying, and it's like, damn it, that was actually good. <laughs> We're just shitting positive, positive energy into the atmosphere. Yeah, who knew parts could be positive? <laughs> We're shooting shit. We're just shoot, shooting the shit. Who? I wonder who came up with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, yeah, this is like that's a good one to look up. Quote, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing today? I'm shooting shit. Yeah, I'm gonna be, you know, in the bathroom shooting shit all day. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like all a right. great thing. It, it sounds like it wouldn't be a great thing, but it is a great thing. You know, people, you yeah. do shooting shit. Huh? All right, uh, yeah, you're that hired. Good. No, it's like a medical condition, dude. <laughs> Put that thing in your resume. So, what do you do? <laughs> I uh, shoot shit all day. All right, you're hired. Really? Okay. You got it. <laughs> Based on that, I got the job. I can't come into work today, guys. I got a bad case of shooting the shit. Ah, uh, you you do you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Bring, bring that in when you're ready. <laughs> like, wait, you want the finished product? Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs>
Do you want gloves and a bag with I that? I literally told you what I'm shooting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I hope you know where it originates from. <laughs> the source. <laughs> the factory. <laughs> do, you, do you want a video or pictures? Because this this is a shitty show. <laughs> I can give you just a description. <laughs> that no, that's another one. You want to, you want to read it in my blog? <laughs> I can write a short story. <laughs> you want to sign me an essay? We'll get on it. <laughs> I mean, I'm gagging right now. Are you sure you want this? You want me to bring this in tomorrow? <laughs> The work this is complete. But... <laughs> like hazard level. Super into it, you know? <laughs> we might need a biohazard suit just to deal with this. <laughs> you know what? Do you want to sign a waiver <laughs> before we continue? <laughs> <laughs> Next day. There's that shit you wanted. Whoa, dude. <laughs> I, I take no liability for any of this. It's on you. The shit you get is on you. I thought you were going to have like a cool story, not a fucking turd in a bag. What the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) You sure you want all the shit? I want all of it. All right. You asked for it. I'm charged by the pound. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. I've got a sack. All right, then. (laughs) I've got a sack of shit. You ready? You looking for the twenty pound bag, the forty pound, the twenty five, the fifty? What are you looking for? I could, I could deliver. I could deliver. I only invest in a hundred and up. All right, that's a lot of shit to shoot, but uh, I'll get right on it. <laughs> I'll get on it, boss. I'm on it, boss. No, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking for uh, some kind shit of shooting? microphone to get this shit on. They might have a shit shooting uh, range you can go to. Well, I've seen like the most popular and most affordable one would be the Yetis. Yeti. Wait, th- there's a microphone called Yeti? Yeah, they've been around for a while. The brand is... I, th- I think the oh, brand is Yeti. I'm not 100% well-versed in like PT when you said Yeti, honestly. I was thinking... I was thinking the cooler. The, yeah, the cooler. Or Which like I, the big hairy guy. I can't, no, I was, I was thinking more <laughs> the but yeah, so that hairy monster, Bigfoot. Yeah, look about that big hairy dude. Yeah, that guy's a dick. But no, because those things are freaking awesome. Uh, I, I guess we'll put a plug in for Yeti. Dude, those things work, man. I, I've got, yeah. I got the one coolers? of those. Yeah, the the thermoses. I got yeah. one of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or keeps things at whatever temperature you put it in, for at least ten to twelve hours before it maybe starts dissipating. I've I've, wa- I've been wanting to get like one of the actual coolers, like a small one and a big one for when I go out. But okay. I have I have like one of the uh, the tumblers, like the larger thirty two ounce one. I don't use it a lot, but like when I do, I'm usually pretty impressed, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I can like if I go out, like say if I go to like Taco Bell or Wendy's or something, I come home, I'll take my <laughs> drink and I'll put it in there because I'm not going to drink it that fast. Yeah. And I'll have ice like a day and a half later. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Dude, that's, I, I love that stuff. And I guess we can segue into free markets. That's that's how free markets work is the quality stuff is going to last. People want stuff that works. Exactly. I mean, that's, that, yeah, that dictates who's operating a restaurant tomorrow. You know, yeah. if your fucking food smells and tastes like shit, 
chances are people are going to eventually get the word of mouth around to let people know that, yo, and you're giving them a turd and a fucking tortilla. Like, I'm not into it. Yeah, and if you're giving them food pising and stuff, and just because you're a gigantic corporation and franchise, well, that sucks. You should be yeah, doing a better job. You got more the, money. That's the beauty of capitalism to me. It's like a, a corporation as big as McDonald's. Like, yeah, just because you have all that money, literally the people who are paying you are what make you you. Yep. I've been I've been saying so this if for... tomorrow they say they decide you're shit, like that's just you know, you're in the shit, man. You need to change I, I, something. And McDonald's been... has been honestly like very versatile in how they serve and operate their business. If you've hmm. noticed throughout the years, like when a big health plan comes around, they'll add something weird to the menu or something. Oh yeah. Well the, the they're being smart in the advertising. Yeah. They're following yeah. trends and, and stuff like yeah. that. So I, I commend them for doing that. Like when but, they got called out on the whole calorie hiding thing, you know, then they they promptly responded to that by adding it all like because I mean, used to you'd go to a fast food restaurant, you didn't know how many calories were in. Yeah, you just like you're probably bad for me, and then they put it on the bag, and you're like, holy fucking fourteen hundred calories just in this it's one like, sandwich. Yeah, that's and just that's, a sandwich. <laughs> don't forget the salads. Remember those things? That was the best. <laughs> oh they're like, oh, I mean, like, in salad, wow. dude, that's those were the worst salads on the planet, and it's because of the dressing. It's the toppings and the dressing. Yes, yes, I the think dressing you can, is. Think, your dressing is where you're fucking up, honestly. You can make anything bad or good based on what you put in it, in that meal. And the dressings, it's because it's, McDonald's has their own signature dressings, and they're like packed mm. with MSG, so you have to high come back to McDonald's because you're addicted to their MSG. Yeah, well, high fructose it, Addicted yeah. to MSG is like, like that sucks, you know? Because like I feel it. That's the thing. It's it's and almost you can almost too. you can almost compare fast food to well, that's that's what I was saying high fructose corn syrup, which is almost in everything. But you can almost compare yeah. fast food to like the tobacco industry in general. Oh yes, they put, yes. Put certain things in there that are that's addicting. Like they put different ingredients. I forget. And then what you it. you sell it with sex. You make it provocative. You make it <laughs> fun you to be around. You know. You don't like have Joe to sell. Cool. You don't even have to sell it with sex. It's it's the fact that the ingredients in there, you crave it. It's, it's an addiction, just like tobacco was. With Well, you know, yeah, but back in the day, you know, they made they made tobacco cool. Like, you wanted to participate in this. Oh, you yeah. weren't cool unless you were Joe Cool. That was the other thing. It was, it was the media presence of celebrities. Could you imagine if they still had commercials, like, you know, Marlboro commercials? Like, they're not allowed to make them provocative like that anymore. Thank God. They only they only do that with the, what I've seen with that is with um what are the, those vaping uh things oh vaping. yeah but they got in trouble with that didn't they I don't remember because when I saw I it, it was what the hell was that guy's name that. I forget the name of the those actor. commercials was... were disgusting no they had a lawsuit I'm like a did they eighty like percent it... sure they had a lawsuit it... against them after that commercial I remember being. I remember there was two actors specifically that were promoting that, and I was like, "Dude, th- it reminded me of what you were just saying—the commercials back it in the day." It was the exact same thing, basically. I mean, yeah, it was pretty. They and, were literally—I think they were saying like, "This is cool." Like, they might have not used the, the exact terminology, but just and the, 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 the promoting dis- it. The disgusting like, part was it was like advertised. You could tell towards younger people, like you could see 
oh, nothing but like oh, younger yeah. people using it and walking around and like, oh, this is cool to use. It's safer than yeah. cigarettes. Hold on. <laughs> you might, I think that was that must have been the, the jewel documentary on Netflix. Yes, you yes, know. yes. Yeah. It was I don't disgusting. Know. Like it really the other, was. The other one with the actors, it was it was a different thing. It was it was an electronic cigarette, but it wasn't jewel. It was like blue stacks or something, blue something. Blue, it had a, yeah, it had a, that one's like the one that like almost every single convenience store had. I remember yeah, them advertising like they. Yeah, there was know, like it's it's a convenient way to quit smoking, but it's also a great way to be addicted to nicotine. Like exactly, dude, it's, it's so like what the hell? <laughs> it's like yeah, and that's that's how they try to freaking sell you stuff. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, there's enough stuff out there that'll show oh, that okay. nicotine I wasn't by sure, itself. It was sitting over here usually. It's oh, one of the I, people we I work with. Okay, that's fine. Because my coworkers, I sent them a picture. I'm like, "Is this any of yours?" And some of them said, "Work." So I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, no problem." Okay. Thank <laughs> you. I'm pretty sure just put them back in the same Yeah. Corner. Which right. ones? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You'll see marked on there, and it should be the first row. Those. Those few. Thank you. Oh, there you go, guys. That's what happens when you're at work. Work stuff happens. You gotta do things. Damn it, I forgot oh. what I was gonna say. <laughs> the jewel, uh, the jewel, and then the blue blue stack or whatever the hell that cigarette was. The the e-cigarette. Yeah, cigarette. yeah. I was saying that there's not there's enough research out there that'll show that nicotine alone by itself is actually oh, yeah. not that bad. Hmm. It's everything else. It's all the carcinogens. Like nicotine is the thing that makes you addicted to it. Yes, and that and exactly that, that's but that's the problem. It's again, it, it's uh, like there's there's not enough nicotine like to keep you going. But if you are literally just consuming nicotine, you're never going to get enough. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're just always going to want more. And the yep. higher dosage you get, it's going to be harder and harder to keep up with that. And it's at that point you're in taking too much. Nicotine well, the, the is a drug, is... and a lot of people don't understand that. And the thing is, too, as human beings, we ha- we are we are prone to addiction. There's exactly. there's some people that are better exactly. than others at dealing with it. But I mean, for people the most are just part, habitual creatures. Yeah. And then and then add the other factor. I remember they did a study with with uh, cigarette smokers how, as as you were saying, like the the nicotine is addicting, but then it's the the. The physical carcinogens and like all the like chemicals inside the paper and like the different like stuff that they seal it with. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about just like the the addiction portion of it is. Oh yeah. It, it's tied into not only habits but your physical, like the physical act of, you know, in order to smoke, you usually have to go outside. Like it, it was the environment. Like yeah, that- and then there's the ritualistic. Side yes, of it, yes. Where like that's you after right. you eat, you want to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Or, that's what I'm, that's right. what I'm trying to get to. Right after I get off work, right yeah. after I have sex, all that. Yeah, and then and and then, but what they found was, if you give them like a lollipop, and they because it's a it's a similar motion from from your mouth, and then you know taking it in and out and with your hands, that kind of mimics it. Where that that they were not addicted to that, but they were, that was the habit they were used to. And just doing that alone helps, you know, deal with cravings and stuff. And it's yeah, like that. you have to intercept that, that action and replace it with something else. 
Yep. Yeah, with a, with a more beneficial thing. Well, not so much beneficial, just something different that you can like easily do or enjoy to doing. Well, no. What, what I'm saying is, it's you know, eating a lollipop is more beneficial than smoking cigarettes. I don't know about beneficial. It's like sugar. Well, I mean, com- compared to what the cigarettes are doing to you. You want beneficial? And, 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 you know, go suck on a celery stick. Yeah. Or yeah. But I'm saying compared <laughs> compared to the cigarettes, it's better. Yeah, it's a lot but better. But if you can, if you can, yeah, sure. If you get suck on a friggin' pencil or your thumb. <laughs> you're cutting out too many sugars, but you know, and and it also would depend on how many cigars you were smoking a day. If you so, if you're doing like a yeah, that's a lot of freaking pencils to suck on. <laughs> if you're but, smoking a pack so, a day, or if it's a lollipop, then that's really bad. Yeah, you're 12, like, if you're smoking a pack a day, you should dodge the lollipops. Well, then you're well, like then, well, getting in a whole yeah, then, other section of fucked up. Yeah, you gotta look at something safer, or you gotta look at yourself. Like, dude, you you got more problems than just the addiction to cigarettes. Like, you need something else to take your time up because yeah, that's yeah, bad in, in itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a lot of idle time. You're just sitting outside, exactly, spinning. And like, I honestly, I mean, I've smoked before in my life, and I understand it, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that knowledge. But I know that every it's time a nice that break. you smoke. What's that? No, I said it's it's also a break. It's like, a break, but I mean, when you smoke, you're yeah. anxious. Yes, it's anxiety yes. that triggers yeah. that you want to smoke. But I mean, mm. just and I'm only speaking from experience. Every time I smoked, I felt anxious, and then afterward, I didn't feel anxious. But the longer you go without smoking, you feel more anxious, and that's where yeah. the addiction, the addicting side of it, comes in. Yeah. Fortunately, then, I've and, always had I've always had the mindset that. I can just cut that. Like, I never get addicted. You know what I mean? Like, I can just nip it in the bud and quit cold turkey on stuff. Yep. But that's why it's different for everyone. It's not everyone can just do that. But they can work it. Stronger mindsets. I don't know. Everybody's different with anything, you know? It's just like anybody learning something new. Some people pick it up quick. Other people, it can take years to get it down. I just got tired of it. I mean, honestly... You do it to relieve te- you relieve tension, you relieve stress, but only for a little bit. And the longer you do it, yeah. the more stressed out you are, and the more frequent it is, and the more intense it is. So you're like on edge, you know what I mean? And then when you, I never got the whole like stress jitters and all that, like you know from quitting. Like people say, like when you quit smoking you're like on edge and you're just ready to punch somebody. And I never got that. I, you know, as soon as I stopped smoking, I just felt better. You know what? I just continually kept getting that with that. You know what I would compare cigarette addiction to is caffeine addicts, like coffee drinkers. I I will admit I'm, I'm a coffee drinker. Yeah. I know plenty. One of my friends, you know, swag salad. He, He had it bad. Like, you know, to the point where, and then that's the other thing with any addiction is you need more doses of whatever it is you're addicted to because you're kind of not numb to, but you've built a tolerance. Not yeah, yeah, your tolerance goes up, and then it's just not enough to satisfy you or to calm you down or whatever you know it, you're feeling at the moment. 
And that's, I think that's where I differ between a lot of people that get addicted to things. I don't ever like want to build my tolerance to any kind of substance to the point where I'm inebriated. You know, and, like and I would say I've, I've experimented a, with a lot of stuff, though. You know, like I'm a well-versed person. I've tried alcohol and oh, oh! cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah, and. <clears throat> Coming from a person who's, I guess you could say, straight edge, because I don't, not only do I not need any of that stuff, never really liked or wanted it. I haven't tried cigarettes, but I've been enough and around, been around enough people who smoke, and just, I just couldn't, I could smell a smoker a mile away. I think we talked about this before, and I just, I can't stand it. I just, I can't. Like, I I couldn't, I can't even understand. And then to add a million other things, I remember like in high school and stuff like oh how come you don't drink or smoke and then my biggest thing was because i was an athlete i'm like you know i want to be the best i can because my competition you know is better than me you know so there's some people who are destroying me and i'm working my ass off and i'm like I, i'm i already got a disadvantage i don't want to make a bigger disadvantage for myself exactly you know, that was, that, that's that was, exactly what smoking will do for you yeah, that, that, I mean, that wasn't the, the main reason, but, you know, that was just something to, to get people off my back. Because I'm like, you know, you don't need to know every reason why I do right. anything or why I don't do stuff. That's At the same time, I mean, when people peer pressure other people, I really feel like down to the core, that's them, like, confronting their – trying to confront their yeah. own insecurities. Like, I want to feel – more secure. I want to feel like this is the right choice, so I want to like surround people that are making the same choice. You know what I mean? They don't want to be alone. Exactly. Like if, if They feel bad about the choices they're made, so if they're surrounded by people that have made the same choices, or they convince other people... They're like, oh, that's cool. And and that's also kind of like we were talking before about like anybody with on YouTube or in, on social media, and then you got the trolls just jumping in and doing stuff. It's just jealousy. Like... You you can't be like that person, so uh, you're gonna attack them because it, it's easy to just attack. It's easy. It's like doing the right thing. It's always hard to do the right thing. It's easy to do the wrong thing. It's easy to punch somebody in the face. It's hard to freaking walk away and not respond back. Well, you know, and the toxic side of that is when you're online. Oh my! You it's don't a whole see, different level. Yeah, you don't see any consequences to ever come to you. You know you're online. You know they're a stranger, and you know they know exactly nothing about you or where you live yeah. or anything. You you're essentially incognito. Like you're yeah. you're um what the hell is that? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Damn it! Such what name thing right now. Uh, uh, not there ominous. What? No no no. Um, damn it! When when uh, not ominous. Uh. Oh, damn it. There's that big group. No, an A. An A. Oh. Anonymity. Well, that's that's anonymous. (laughs) Yeah. Anonymous. There you go. That's that's the word. Anonymous. You're anonymous. So, like, again, nothing, nobody knows who you are, whatever. You can literally be whoever you want. You could be a you. That's the other thing. it, it, It exacerbates and amplifies anything you want to be like you can be the biggest asshole on the planet and then i guarantee you meet them in person they're like the shyest person in the world like oh stay away from me don't hurt me like exactly. you can do whatever you want it's almost being in a fantasy world 
Especially that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's a form of expression for people. So they, they, yeah, they feel better after they talk to somebody, or maybe that's how they get their social interactions throughout the week. However, they do it, it's not healthy, is what I. Feel. Yeah, honestly, I mean, it's not. It's not a healthy form of expression. Well, I mean, and I would you, say you can participate in art. You can participate in music, content creation. Just well, throwing yourself into work. Like, there's so many other words you can use I for that. Also, I agree with that. And also, I would say it's also just kind of unnatural as a human being. You know, th- this whole thing with technology and being able to communicate over it. I mean, com- uh, what's it called? You know, the phone. Yeah, you were able to communicate with people. But again, that's still, in a sense, personal. And for the most part, who did you really talk to when you're talking on the phone? People you knew, you know, friends, family, mm-hmm. even the friggin', you know, the banks or, you know, whoever you're paying bills to, like in a way you knew them, but now it's just, you control whenever you want, wherever you want, however you want without really being policed. And, and like you said, without even getting any con- consequences. So you give that to assholes. They're like, Oh, let's see how far I can take this. You know, that's why they yeah. talk about like, like kids, you know, growing up in these times, even in, in, in our demographic, you know, being uh, millennials, we kind of were in that transitional phase, like depression and suicide were at levels that weren't seen before. Cause, cause it went from, you know, back in the day, bullying happened usually in school or out on the streets or whatever. Now you can be bullied 24 friggin' seven and from people you'll never meet in your entire life. And it just, it could be, it could be a tsunami that never ends. And the thing is, like, if you go viral and enough people hate you, I mean, they can really, really oh, mess up your life. I mean, you have, you have people out there that can find out where you live and all kinds of stuff now. I mean, oh, do, it's, it's, I mean, you remember the whole thing with, uh, with swatting? With people who are streaming and, and, and people would find out their address, call the, the police. Yeah. And especially if they're playing like any first person shooters. <laughs> like, oh yeah, they're killing their entire I've seen the one with the guy in his in his workplace who was playing and he got swatted while there, like, oh he's killing people in his office and you know, you can hear the gunshots and stuff. And <laughs> and then other people oh, in their house. Like, it's that's like, I, I get it. This is the thing. Like, okay, I, I understand how it can be funny. But one thing I learned, um, especially being married, like, you mature in ways that you wouldn't really have gotten it if, if you weren't in that stage. And then I can only imagine just from hearing, even from Joe Rogan and other people who've had kids or other people who I grew up with, even, who got pregnant, you know, kind of young and especially single mothers and you kind of look at them you know growing up like well they're gonna be horrible mothers or whatever fathers whatever the case be and then they wind up like you see them they're they're like killing it and you're like wow i never would have got like it it brings out a different level of maturity in you and i feel like like those things are fun but when you're living in real life day-to-day stuff like when you're like you got I don't know how to say it. shit to do. Like it's not fun games. Actual you know? responsibility. You exactly. see life for what it is. You know. Yeah, and it's like, sure, fun and games are fun, but when you're on the receiving end and you literally don't got time for BS because you know stuff is going down. Like, 
it's funny, but it's not, you know, it's like, I get why it could be funny, but like you live in a fantasy world. That's not real life. Like cut away everything you got and go work real jobs and have real stress. Like they're going to say, Oh, more money, more problems. I got a lot of stress. Yeah. But you can literally buy your way out of stuff. So that's, that's like having that alone, like financial freedom like that. It puts you in a different mindset. I mean, just look at what you're doing. If you're doing content like that to make fun of stuff in you know serious situations, you're it's not the same. Like you, you're just not on the same playing field. It's like I remember. Remember when people used to call nine one one on uh, pay phones and yeah. run away. I remember <laughs> or one call time. Call on your friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was I was around idiots who who were doing it on the pay phones. I remember one time. Dude, I had friends that would call them on their own fucking, like, their home phones. Yep, and guess <laughs> like where they showed up? Thing. Yeah, guess where they like, showed up? is this 911? And if you hang up on them, they, they show up. You track your damn location. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so just because you didn't say anything, they, they don't need anything. Other, you just stay lo- on long enough, they can track where the, they're trying where the call came from. But I remember one time I was hanging out with friends who did it a bunch of times. And then I think I did it, or I was just hanging out around with them when they did it. And I think we just hung around the same area. It was it was at my former like grammar school, and we hung around there. And then the cops showed up, and then you know they questioned us obviously because we were right there. They're like, oh, did you guys call? And I was kind of like, oh crap, you know. And I was always respectful for the most part with the police officers. And you know, you get nervous as hell, especially as a kid. Like, oh damn it, I'm in trouble. And then like. <laughs> But that's one of those things where, and it's the same thing related to swatting. Like, they take that seriously. And I remember, like, I, I'll never forget. And he was like, you know, this this isn't a game. This isn't a joke. Don't ever be doing this. Like, it, it that stuck with me. Yeah, and because, that, I mean, somebody could be in trouble at the time you're calling and wasting like your time. Wasting time, resources, you know, energy and effort. And then, you know, something serious might be going down. That's the same concept with that whole swatting thing. You know what yeah. it takes to get a SWAT team out to a location? That's a lot of – and in order to even get them to come, like, I can't even imagine what the 911 call was like. There's mass shooting happening. Like, that's the kind of – they must have, you know, done that kind of thing. They show up to serious fucking situations, that's for sure, or, like, drug busts. What? Not even that. It's just the level – in order for a SWAT team to have to show up, like, there, there has, has to, to be, be a sense of hostility. Yeah. I mean, there has to be a serious threat. That's what I mean. Like, and, and in order to do that, like these, like you got police officers and then SWAT teams. SWAT teams are a whole different level of people. Most of them are like ex Yeah, they got tanks and shit. <laughs> but not even that. These guys are trained for like chaotic situations, for scary situations. I remember, like I said, the few that I saw, like they busted down doors and like everybody down. Like, and it was only like one or two people, but. But still, like, you can see how serious these people are. And it's like, that's not funny. Like, what if, God forbid, some one of those streamers got shot in accident just because they had headphones on and they weren't responding to the officers? Like, oh, you're not listening. Right. Like, yeah. God forbid. So, and, and that's where, you know, these people don't think about those things. Like, oh, that was funny. Yeah, and if somebody got shot, oh, but they did. And that's, that's the best thing they'll come up with. Oh, but nobody got hurt. That doesn't make it okay. That and the other side is like you should be worried about going to jail for calling those kind of calls, like you know, like, yeah, because you can actually like that's 
prison time. Well, the, well, the thing with that was, I think when they tracked those calls, I think when they tracked those calls, they were these people who did it. They're, they're tech savvy because it was they, their IP addresses or the numbers were bouncing around, you know, all over the world. So that's oh, the thing. Wow. Like I was saying, you can friggin' almost be invisible. You control invisibly without really being found, which is it's a scary thing when you have assholes out there. Yeah, you're trolling the fucking people who are trying to serve and protect us. Yep. And we can bring it full circle to what's happening now or the last few years of defund the police and all cops are racist. And the de- and- the defund the police movement is so contradictory because if you ask Wait, people what it actually means, <laughs> they give you different answers all the time. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. There's no... <laughs> Remember I was telling you about the whole thing with the, the left and the Democrats? They, they, can't, they can't define anything that they're really doing. It's just, it's just I, I equate it to kids having tantrums. They're angry and they're just, they want to break stuff. They want to stop stuff. They want you to listen to them no matter how they're going to do it. They don't care. And then there's no solution at the end of it. They want to destroy whatever's happening and then they don't have a solution to deal with the problem after. And it's like, just... it's like, look, if you, if you disagree with something, fine. If you have different opinions, fine. If, if you have a better pl- you know, if you, if you want to change things because it's not going well, awesome. But if you just do that and then destroy whatever is there but have nothing to replace it, it's like, what the F are you doing? Like, that's stupid. You can't just leave chaos and then expect everything to be fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it when you look at it from certain angles. Like, I get the frustration that they have. But, I mean, I, I still... Personally, I don't, I don't react to things. I don't solve problems with violence. No, I'm, I'm the same person. Way. Well, I'm also I'm not a confrontational way. person. Like, I'm not going to get in your face. You and, know, and, like, I'll probably call what, the cops on you if you're trying to get violent with me. Yeah. And that's why I, I was telling you earlier, like, I, since I can remember, I've always, in any crazy, bad situation, violence was the last thing on my mind. Uh, I was I was pretty much trying to avoid it at all costs. Yeah, because what's the point? I mean, it's something I learned that you can't, but it's it's good to have that ace in your sleeve if needed. But to yeah. try every other way to defuse a situation. But I always look for the best possible alternative, mostly because there's so many different alternatives that can be can be had. Rather than let me destroy this thing, let me beat you up, let me kill you, like. That's what it's come to. There's just even the the Derek uh, Eric Chauvin Derek Chauvin Chauvin case, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> like what, what what they've been talking about, like with the media. Just first of all, like I told you, they're editing things. They're editing videos, information, not putting out all of the evidence, all the videos, all the the truth, and just put picking pieces of it. I mean, you edit anything, you can make one person look really bad, another look good, even though it might be the opposite. So, like, how do you feel about everybody standing around him and saying, like, well, get off his neck, get off his neck, he can't breathe, like, just check his pulse. Like, how do you feel well, about I'll, that? I'll, I'll tell you this. When, I, when they first, when the video first put, came out on social, on the, uh, mainstream media, I was I was definitely outraged because I was like, "What the hell? Why is this officer sitting on his sitting on his neck with the other officers?" Like, 
when you see that portion of the video, it's like, yeah, why is everybody, these officers just kind of standing there watching this other officer just staying on his, his neck with his knee and everybody shouting at them. And then at, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add more to that. Everything that the media was pushing before that, where the system, the ju- uh, justice system's racist, most cops are racist. So I, I had all of that. And this is the problem with the, the media pushing a certain narrative. Are there mm-hmm. problems? Yes. But to, to say it's one specific thing without the entire truth being shown, then that's messed up because that's, that's one portion of the whole picture. It's like having, it's like having the corner piece of the, of the puzzle and saying, oh, I know what the whole picture looks like. And it's like, no, no, you don't. You just have a portion of it. So, yeah, I was definitely upset about that. And being that I've trained in martial arts and mixed martial arts and stuff, I know – like there's better again. This is where I'm gonna keep. I'll keep bringing up this word. There's diff, There's better alternatives to deal with a situation like that. There's, a, there's different ways you can subdue someone without putting them in danger or harm's way. You can, you know, eliminate a problem without having to shoot or kill or whatever. And we're not gonna. We're not gonna have time to get into to all that. But yeah, I was upset in in that way. I'm like, there's four of you, and one of him. You know, there's there's many ways that this could have went better but again that was before i before i saw all the video evidence all the footage and like i was telling you before how when you look at when you see the body cam because those are video those are videos shot by the the bystanders when you see the body cams and what led to that it paints a different picture now you're getting a whole picture like whoa okay still what he did was wrong but and this is what came up in the trial too is by he did it i guess you could say textbook this is what the the police officers were trained to do so that's the other problem with the media they were pointing just at him like he was racist because he's white and that's why he did it to this black guy and it was like no this is what officers are trained to do this is part of the training so if you want to attack anyone you you should attack the training and this is why it, it shouldn't be defund the police maybe not not really refund them or give them more, but uh, allocate better training. Yeah, and Joe Rogan's go, gone over that a lot as well. Oh, yeah. And, as you I know, mean, I, and I, then, like, being more scrut- like a little bit more scrutinized on who gets hired as a police officer. Like, I know well, it's not a more sought-after job nowadays, but at oh, the now, same time, I don't feel like they're, they're really weeding out the assholes. Well, now officers are running off the job. I was just listening, especially with what happened with the Chauvin trial and just this other one in, was it Ohio? Like a day after the trial? The one, I don't know if you heard about this one. The officer who shot uh, the 16-year-old girl who had the knife, which the media, when they first put out the video, edited out the knife, first of all. I'm going to throw that out there. As well as as, uh, editing the 911 call. And, And then... (laughs) <laughs> saying that it's just a knife fight. That's normal. But he was, and, and the best part was, it was a black on black crime, which they won't ever talk about that. And the stats on that is that's the black on black crime is, is the highest rate of, you know, crime when it comes to blacks. But let's not talk about that, right? Racism is easier and better to focus on because it's systematic. Um, but that was not only justified. Again, I don't, I'm not okay with anybody being killed with anything. 
But when you watch the video and they have multiple angles of it, she was literally halfway or more swinging to stab the knife. If he didn't do anything, that who knows what could have happened. And then I think they said a day or two before that, a 13-year-old girl was stabbed and killed by another 13-year-old girl. Guess what? With what? A friggin' knife. But cool. nobody was present. There was no police presence. So th- their arguments are stupid and flawed. You, <laughs> if the, and, 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 and if you watch the whole video on multiple angles, you hear the police officer. He, as he's arriving, she's coming out. She charges and ta- pushes another girl. And then you hear her screaming, saying, I'm going to and stab you. And then turns and starts charging the, the girl in pink. And the whole time, the officer's like, what's going At first, he comes out and says, what's going on? Then after that happens, it happens right in front of him that that girl gets shoved. And she, he's like, that's when he pulls out the gun. And he, he tells her to stop. He's trying to get her to calm down and stop. Clearly doesn't listen. And then she's mid-swing to stabbing the next girl. There's milliseconds to make a reaction and respond. And again, he did what he was trained to do. This is what they're trained to do in a situation like that. And, 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 and as many things I saw with people in comments and stuff, if he didn't shoot her, they would have still painted him bad. So if he was in a catch-22, no matter what he did, they're going to say he's racist and evil. If he, if he didn't shoot her, they would say, oh, you let the other girl die. So for him, yeah. there's no situation, unfortunately, with the, with the mainstream media. But when you look at the yeah, evidence... They, they find a video and they take it and they just run with it. But when, when you when you look at the video, the entire video... It, dude. Oh. My headset died. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my headset died. I got to switch headsets. Ah, I right. forgot to say it was, it was dying. <laughs> <sighs> well, what's going to be interesting is hearing the difference between... I can hear you, but it sounds like you're really far away. Hold on a second. How about now? Yeah, it sounds better. Okay. Oh, yeah. Raise the volume. Holy crap. My phone's at 7%. I got to get back in there. Charge. Oh, crap. In a second. That's okay. Uh, Okay. This one here. Now, that's the scary thing now. And that's why after this whole thing, if if they're going to go after this officer now and if they try in if they charge him with murder or whatever we were talking about how <laughs> you're, we're losing more and more cops and more of them don't want to hold on okay couldn't find this freaking van uh this is going to really deter the good cops from 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 staying and already i've already been hearing a lot of reports of, of many police officers all over the country retiring because they're like Hey, everything they're doing is futile. They're going to be evil, horrible, racist people. Oh, hello? You, yeah, you, you just cut out for that, like, one last little sentence you did. Oh, oh hold on. You, is it good now? Yeah. That's because you, my... You, the, uh, so, you remember how we were... I'm leaving the screen open. It looks like when I put it in my pocket, it started, it started doing stuff. Is it good now? Yeah, it's good now. Hey, you were saying that uh, you said no matter uh, what they do. Yeah, police police officers now. It, it's like it, it like I don't know if I told you this. I I've been 
looking and wanting to become a police officer for a few years now. And just in these last few years, just how police officers have been literally attacked, not just figuratively. If you remember, there were several yeah, shootings in Pennsylvania. Ones too. Yeah, in Pennsylvania, they were just patrolling and people literally just came up to them, and just shot them and killed them. Yeah, right there. Like, yeah, like that one, I forgot where he was at, but he was just sitting in his car and somebody comes up and shoots I, him I, in the face. I think it was D.C. or Pennsylvania, something like that. But that was becoming more common because, again, and this is where the – I don't even want to go deep into it, but this is where the problem with, of the media. They – they, um, what's it called? Not, not incited, but they, they radicalize people. Like, oh, yeah, the system's racist. Police are racist. I know, not and they're every- not held responsible for it like social medias no. are because social media is still in its infantile phase. <laughs> Regular media has been around forever, and they're not held oh. liable for the shit they put out on the fucking media. But but this this is where if you, so this is where that that whole thing of the system is corrupt. Is that it's not racist, it's corrupt, because that's the term that that you need to use. And <laughs> that's the thing they're, they're good at pushing things and pointing you to to other problems, but not themselves. They'll never say that they are the problem. You know what I love too. Here's one funny thing I think is the whole thing with the Democrats. Remember how they're pushing white people are racist, blah, blah, blah. And, and then they're also pushing empowering women, right? All these things. Guess who they friggin' voted as president? An old rich, white guy. All right. <laughs> Just think about that. The, the, the irony there. The hypocrisy there. And then, and guess who's his second in command? It's a half black or partial black, whatever the hell she is, because she claims a bunch of things. There's like Nancy Pelosi, I think, was the one claiming she was Native American, like 114th, which came out to be <laughs> like. It's like it's, one of those, like, who cares, you know? Like, not even that. You can't write this stuff. It's like you're trying to be everybody's friend while screwing them at the same time. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're playing puppet master with everybody, and they're just they're just they're just dumping so much crap out there. Talk about a shitstorm that you can't even see the sky. So you're just like, all right, I'm just gonna all right, this piece of shit. I guess it looks good, so we're gonna go with that. Like, you can't you can't dig through the fodder to 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 get to the truth because it's like, all right, it's too much. I'm just gonna give up. But uh, so where was it going with that? Yeah, so <laughs> an old white guy, oh sorry, old rich white guy. Is president, and then he has the audacity and other friggin' politicians to say you need to denounce your whiteness. So friggin', why don't you why don't you step down from your privileged power position, okay? If 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 you want to put put your money where your mouth is, all of you sell all of your crap or or get rid of your money, give it to those disenfranchised people that you love to talk about and use as a friggin' stepping stool and platform to get your agenda done. And make more money off of it and do whatever the hell you want and screw everybody in return. My issue with Joe Biden, my biggest issue is like his political stance has changed so much throughout oh the God. years that it's hard to track. That's like if you look back at his older ones, like he was like borderline Republican to me. You know what I mean? Like but he was racist. He was, he was very racist. It was and they don't but that's the best part is the freak I, I loved how the media friggin' blocked that out. They, nope, you can't talk about it. You can't say it. We don't want to hear about his past. 
And the, yeah, and then, but and, I mean that that story about Donald Trump in the locker oh, room, which is like oh, they'll they'll promote him forever. Best. Yeah, oh that got promoted just, forever. But him talking but that, about being you know scared for for his life. But it's just that, that's what I'm saying. This irony is just and hypocrisy is astronomical. It, it's re, beyond ridiculous. And then. <laughs> They're, they're all about the Democrats. What I learned is, is they're all about feelings. And I don't I, I think I told you about Dr. Jordan Peterson. He he broke it down where <clears throat> I, I'm going to butcher the, the quote, but he pretty much says, like, people who are liberals are uh, usually younger and, and they, they they're they're they mean well but they're not mature enough and old enough to really understand things. Whereas conservatives are liberals who've matured and learned how things work. Like it's all about feelings like, Oh, I want to help black people. Like you're here. And this is the other thing. If, if you notice most, most people who are defending and fighting uh, minorities and uh, blacks, Browns, whatever the hell, you know, Asians, it's usually, it's usually white People and and more so white women, white girls, which is pretty ironic. Again, I would say you're racist because you're speaking on behalf of people who aren't your own skin color. What gives you that right? Yeah, that's a like, This is this is what I'm saying. The the hypocrisy is is beyond. It's crazy because they don't even see what they're doing and how it, it just it. It's the opposite of what they're pushing. Like it, it, you just like you don't make sense, and you can't even. You're so blind that you can't even see. Even if people are showing you in a mirror, it's like. But no, I'm I'm helping, and, and they're stuck on that narrative. Like I'm actually helping people. Okay, so let them speak for themselves. Who? What made you as a white Fucking person? person. <laughs> well, not even spokesperson. What made you know what it's like to be them at all? Just because you have friends that are that are from there doesn't you don't really know the true experience so what gives you any reason or right to even speak on their behalf to start first of all second of all i would look at it as like you said it seems like you're a privileged white person which is another thing they love to use you're privileged to be able to speak for other people and you know nothing about them you never walked in their shoes and all of a sudden you're an expert on their problems <laughs> like okay who who died and made you black <laughs> like it's or biden i love biden's quote when he was talking about if you, you ain't black if you don't vote for me if that's not racist oh my god when i heard that i was, again these you can't write these things it's like that literally came out of his mouth yeah. you know what i loved about that was when especially Stephen carter would talk about it or other people would talk would would Oh, this I forget. There was some guy. I forget his name. He he was doing interviews on the street. I forget his name. He has a YouTube channel, but he would just he would uh, say quotes, and then he would ask the people, "Who do you think said this?" Uh, I think, and I think it's multiple choice. It was either Trump. Yeah, or Biden and every or... single time it was Joe Biden. <laughs> yes, and it was like, and, uh, and, like and then, really, and he was like, what, "What do you think is more racist, this one or this one?" Because it would be Trump quotes and Biden's quotes, and every time it was Biden quotes, they're like, "Yeah, that's freaking racist," and they're like, well, "I didn't know he said that." And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> There's so many <laughs> But this is the manipulation of the media. Like, you're not going to see that. You're not going to see the quote-unquote bad side. They're only going to show you what they want you to see. And you're going to no, hear no, what... And political careers are like... 
they're very speculative. Like, you do see a lot of things on camera, but only the things that the media want you to see whenever it comes time to them actually being in the limelight. Like, somebody's applying for a new governor position. Nobody gives a fuck what that guy said 10 years ago. But if somebody's shooting for president... If Everything the media wants him to be president, that's yes. Oh, that's not going to be covered. They're going to protect him like, like a freaking military. No, because the the more popular story is Trump's the bad guy or whatever. Like I'm not defending Trump. I'm just saying like, yeah. if they yeah. paint you as the bad guy, then you are the bad guy because it gets yeah, and that's ratings. It. Yeah, and there's nothing and there's nothing you can do about it. And, like, and as look, many I'm people a- hate Trump. You got to admit how many people watched. Everything he said, just to fucking like, oh, dude, that's the thing. it later on. That's the thing. They they talked about the the studies or or the ratings when Trump was media was making freaking crazy money on viewership, and because it was it was that's that's who turned it into a uh, into um what the hell, a reality TV show. Like it, this was a it was a ratings game for them. You yeah. know what's funny too? Even even when Biden came, remember? I think it was in the press conference when Biden was like, when they asked him uh, about if he was going to run for for president the next time, and, and what what about Donald Trump? And he's like, uh, I missed that guy. Like everybody, and and look how the media still brings up his name and includes him and blames him for everything. It's because. They had people tuned in. It was a money thing. That's freaking ridiculous. And I'm I'm the same way. Like they would they would paint us as even though I don't like the guy, if I'm defending him, we're just because we're quote unquote defending him, we're racist. We're, we're exactly mad. like you either like all out hate him or like yeah. even if you show us slight sympathy, you're a Trump fan. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that's that's dangerous on any level. I love when Joe Rogan talks about how like tribalism. Tribalism's why as human beings we had wars over time, whether it's for religious purposes or political views now, like people forming tribes and saying it's us against them. That's what's happening. Yep. It's freaking disgusting. Like we human beings are complex. It's happening on a modern day scale, and that's what's yeah. super yeah. disgusting. Yeah, because it, you, know, you can have a really big tribe. I mean, back then it was only word of mouth, but now word of mouth travels so fast that well, it's worldwide. Yeah, like, yeah it's, exactly. It's, it's international, like we were talking about before. Like this is a this is a different level of of any problem. It, it can just exacerbate and expand. Gigantically, in, in a matter of moments, too. It's it's freaking it's it's scary times we live in. It, it, the best way I, when I was talking to a friend of mine about it, I was like, it's like living in a movie, and he's like, no, it's it's like living in a horror movie. I'm like, you know what? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and we can't do anything about it. Just watch, and we're stuck. Hey, gotta wait. See what happens, and hopefully we find a better way of communicating. Because right now, I mean, our communication is pretty sloppy, and we still don't understand or can communicate effectively with most other countries. And and most things like I, I think Joe Rogan was talking about it, or, or I saw another 
study, like talking about it too, is human beings were complex individuals. Oh no, sorry, Jordan, Dr. Jordan Peterson was talking about how ha- having different tribes. You can't, if you were to look at the different quote unquote tribes people connect to, you're going to have so much overlay because you and I would, would be in a tribe of white males to start, right? And then yeah. whatever religion it is, and then whatever, you know, there's, there's so many traits you can, you can branch out to, but you're going to have so much overlay that there's not going to be one specific tribe anyone is associated with. Like, you, you can't, you know, like, there's so much, so much you can break things down into different portions that there's, there's no, quote, unquote, one tribe that you're associated with. And that's why that's dangerous, because... Like, what are you going to define the tribe as? You know, I, I'm white male soccer player. You know, oh, well, you're a soccer <laughs> player. We're, the, we're a football player, so you're out of the tribe. Like, it's like, you know, where, where does the line get drawn? Oh, shoot. I left my phone. <laughs> Can you hear me still? Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. I just put it to charge, and I'm like, I'm walking away. I'm like, my pockets are empty. If I walk too far away, it'll disconnect. Damn it, what time is it? I gotta get out of here. Oh, soon. I don't even know. Crap, 12.20. Oh, I'm gonna be getting home at like 1.30. 11.20 here. What is? I'll get paid for this. Okay, let's see what's there. This is here. But yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add because I, I gotta kind of I don't want to be too loud because I'm inside now. And I know I, when I get passionate about things, my voice tends to carry. <laughs> yeah, you usually get pretty loud. Yeah, you and I don't, I don't need, really want to say. I don't need to have uh, any problems at work with, you know, my. Why's that guy yelling to nobody? I don't understand. <laughs> A loony guy right there. Security. There's uh, the guy shouting in in the middle of the night by himself. Thank you. Yeah, he's got a lot to say that nobody's listening. (laughs) He he must be really crazy because he's having a deep and thorough conversation with himself. Can you you call the police? He's talking about some crazy. Some really cool stuff, but to himself. Can we get someone here? <laughs> what a um. fucking nut. <laughs> <sighs> well, I've thought a lot about actually let's going on that topic. Nutty people. Uh, you know what I've noticed a lot over these last few years, especially with like learning more and more about like lies that are that are friggin' being force-fed to us, especially by, like, media and celebrities and stuff. Like, <clears throat> all those people that <laughs> most people, during their time, they call them crazy. And then, you know, when years pass later on, we, we praise those people and say, wow, they were brilliant, you know. But during their lifetime, at, at the time, they were, they were called crazy and stuff. Or just people in general, like... That that are that know the truth, and then that makes you go crazy when, 
Like I, I can see that happening with, with so many people. And then, and the best part is, it makes you go crazy. Hmm. I'm trying to put it in a way that that you can understand. Uh, I'll, I'll put it this way: like when I used to live uh, with my family when I first got married, the first year, it it made me. I I was going crazy because I, I was. When you're dealing with chaotic people or, or liars or cheaters or stealers and it's just you're bombarded by them every day and you're just looking for someone to be like, are you witnessing this right now? Like, do you do you see what's happening to me? Like, is there someone that can help me? Like, that makes you go crazy. Being, I, I've learned that being surrounded by crazy people or, or people that that do wrong to you constantly and there's no consequences. Like something like that yeah. makes you go crazy. People I mean, lie, yeah, blatantly. Being surrounded by people that lie. nobody believes you constantly. Is, uh, yeah, and, you know, and it's just like, and it makes you question yourself. You're like, maybe I, I am the crazy one. When most times in reality, it's it's everyone around you that's the crazy one, and and somehow you know, being stuck in that situation, you become crazy over time if, if you allow it to. They actually, there was a study. That's so that circles back around the social influence, you know. So many people are saying the same thing. You've got to be true when it's well, the echo chamber. Yep, blatant lie. Echo chambers, and then and then that I forget the quote. I'm gonna butcher it, but you know, just a, a lie that's that's said long enough and loud enough will become true, and not not that it becomes true. It's just if that's all that's said, yeah, you're gonna believe it. You know, do we? But going back to the to, to the crazy thing, like I'm trying to. There, there was a study actually. I forget where it was listening. It was either Joe Rogan podcast. I think it was Joe Rogan podcast. They were talking about how um, there was there was do, they were doing a study of uh, they wanted to see if putting like a quote unquote normal person in in like a mental hospital, psychiatric ward or whatever, would affect would, would affect them or to see like how long they would last or whatever and yeah. they they this i forget the who they did it on this one guy i don't know if there was others that i'm sure they probably did other studies but they were talking about this specific case i don't remember like i said who it was but the they put him in there and he would be um the only time he had interaction with anyone was with the nurses or doctors to come and like quote unquote check in on the person or give them the meds or or placebo meds sorry um, hold on a second. Oh, and uh, placebo med. Sorry, I'm uh, trying to find this thing. Okay, and you know, I think he was there for like two weeks or something. And with with the minimal interactions that he was getting, and he would like he would ask the the nurses that would come in. He would ask them questions like like a normal person would like, hey, what's on the menu for food today or whatever. But they, they would ignore him and they would treat him as if he was crazy, you know. And after like two weeks or whatever, like he, he was messed up, like mentally. He, he got messed up from from that, not only the isolation, but the fact that he was like ignored, you know, blatantly and in, in, in his face ignored, even though, you know, and, and it was like, I totally get that. Because I've I've been in that situation just like with my mom. She was, her favorite word was no for everything, and it's like after a while you just give up, you know. It's it's like the um 
the studies they did with like rats and stuff or dogs. The the what is it? Learned helplessness. Have you heard heard that term before? Hello. Uh, Did I lose you? I'm I'm not sure. Oh, so there there was a study with of learned helplessness. A uh, bunch of studies done done with that, either with rats, mostly with animals, dogs, rats, things like that. And so I'll try to give like a quick rundown of that. What that is is so they would do like um. Like with dogs, it would be either shock kind of therapy or, or a, a sound. And it would be like for food. They would hear, hear uh, let's say a, a bell would go off and they knew, okay, that was time to eat. So they, they did the, the test by, by drilling that into the dog's head. Like, okay, when this bell goes off, it's time to eat. Then they started, they started um, not putting food out when the bell went off and the dog would come over and there would be no food. And then after a while of that happening, the dog stopped going over searching for food, even though they were still putting it out or whatever. And it was because that's learned helplessness. It's like you're drilling, you're pretty much reinforced, like you're not getting what you need or, you know, like it's, you know, he was trained beforehand that, okay, this was good because it gives me food. This sound was good because it meant there's food coming, but now that sound means there's no food and there's no hope. And, and that's pretty much learned helplessness. It's when, when you're trying and trying and you just eventually you try so much and you try every avenue and nothing changes, you know, it, that's, it, that's physically, emotionally and mentally and spiritually, whatever you want to call it, exhausting. Like, yeah. it, you don't have limits. It's like, how long are you going to keep? pushing and fighting before you're just like well screw it what's the point you know and, and i've been there at times with something it's not fun i, I feel bad for that dog though <laughs> that's it i think dogs and rats they did it with a bunch of different hold on a second but i, I can like you just think about that put yourself in that in in those shoes like oh, if you, it, that's like, <laughs> yeah it's like being rewarded for doing something and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you did nothing wrong your reward stops coming and then and then everything you knew beforehand just it's gone and then you just get nothing and then it's just you know it that's mis that's misery just over and over and over again and, and you can't change it you can't do anything about it that's exhausting in, in just just talking about it <laughs> you know yeah. but they, they've got studies for all these things this is the best part too with the whole thing with uh <laughs> coronavirus and the vaccine and just everything like oh listen to the science you don't even listen to the own science that we've been following for friggin decades you're literally changing the science as you go willy nilly and you're telling us to listen to the science like what the hell you don't even follow your own science yeah, who are you talking about here like the politicians, Dr. Fauci, how they keep pushing, like, listen to the science, like whatever they say is, is right. And it's like, you're not even making sense half the time. Put on the mask, then take off the mask. Don't well, wear the mask. Yeah, Don't buy the mask. Yeah. I, I learned, their but but I, I, I found out, and this is, this is what's good about time. If you live long enough, you'll learn the truth. There was an interview with Fauci about that. 
The reason he 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 decided to retract uh, getting the mask is because he didn't want to be an, an influx of people buying masks at the time when they when they needed to have it for first responders or or uh, hospital workers and stuff like that. And so I will say this: I can understand that reasoning, but that doesn't justify what he did. Nor was that okay. And you know what? If if that it's still is what a it is, lie in the media. I mean, yes. even if, but they never. I mean, how do we know ne- that's why they said that? You know what I mean? It, well, exactly. That's the thing. Like, even if even if it was for the reason you say, you just you just diminish the trust in yourself, your authoritativeness, or your authority on anything. Like, why should we trust anything you say then? Yeah, because you how like. Do- even if that's really one of the reason, you just admitted to blatantly lying to the entire, exactly. like, all of a fucking America. Not even, and then other people watch America around the world, and, yeah. you know, and we're like we the from We that. went from, like, not, not recommending we wear a mask at all, and then he said, well, I was only saying that because I didn't want them buying all the masks, to now you need to wear a mask, and then it was, yeah. you know, now you need to wear two fucking masks. Exactly, and then, and again, this is where the problem with the Democrats is, or liberals in general, it's like, where does the, where is the line? They don't, they don't draw any lines. There was, I forget the, oh, there was some, somewhere in Congress, I think, this, I forget his name. There's two, two of them in there that are freaking awesome. They're, they're Republicans and they drill, they were drilling like Fauci about things and, and other people in the, in the Democratic Party, like, give us definitive lines and give us detailed explanation of things and it was just always a, a runaround rhetoric it was never a simple explanation it was always a runaround answer where you, they never actually gave an answer yeah. um one of them was one of them when the guy was drilling fauci for when is, when are these lockdowns going to end um and <laughs> fauci was like at one of the points, he was like, it'll end when I say it ends. And it's like, what the hell does that mean? Like, are you God? Yeah. You're the one that's going to determine when people can go back to living life? Like, it was like, and, and, and then you say to trust you and respect you and follow the science. You're making stuff up and lying to us and then not not coming, not apologizing for it. That's another problem. Like, all right, if you if you made a mistake, own up to it and tell us. But you're you're gonna not only it's so in turn you're saying it was a mistake, it was on purpose that you lied to us, and then you're telling us to trust you. Um, do you see a problem here? Because <laughs> I do. That's not some bullshit. You sound like somebody that uh, I don't want to trust. Like everything you're telling me with with words. I want to do the opposite because you aren't what you say you are. Oh, this is a, this is another thing I love with, uh, especially Biden when he was when he was doing his press conference, which was horrendous. Did you did you watch that thing? I think so. It, dude, I had people, I had friends of mine who voted for him, and just mostly because they didn't want Trump in, which is a, we're, that's another debacle. We'll talk about it a different time because that. We can go on about that forever. Um, yeah. But other people that <laughs> him and were ashamed of who he was and, and how – remember how <laughs> – I know Rogan was talking about his cognitive decline and many other people were doing it. 
Dude, I, I saw people were putting up memes. There was a video from Robin Williams doing jokes about him 10 years ago about his cognitive decline. I, I never even saw or knew that he even did that. And then I saw there was other comedians that did that. I'm like, holy crap. People knew about his cognitive decline for a long time. And then this just goes back to what I was saying about the friggin' lies. Like, how are you going to not talk about that? I remember Joe Rogan talking about it for most of the election. Like, why isn't anybody talking about this guy? He looks like he has dementia. <laughs> and, and, and I love how he put it, too. And he was sincere. He's like, I am worried for his health. I agreed with that. I'm like, that. And then if this asshole becomes president, this is who's going to be running the country. Somebody who doesn't know where the hell he is. Literally. <laughs> Like, holy crap. Since when do we put grandpa who's got Alzheimer's into a position of power? Right. Who does like, that? Who, who helped him get dressed this morning? Like... Exactly. <laughs> if, if he needs that much help, if he's clearly and visibly distraught, in a sense, that's, that's um, what the hell is that word? Ah. Oh. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Starts with an N. I think. Negligent. That's negligent to say the very least. You're you're aware there's a problem. You're aware this person needs help and you're you're you don't care. And you're not doing anything to help. I mean it's beyond the agenda. Oh, man. I mean, even at the worst case scenario that he goes down, I mean there's still a vice president that takes Oh yeah. Uh, I know that's part of their plan. I don't even want to get into that either. She, Kamala is the one they're pushing to get. Oh, that's the that's the other thing. Remember how I was, uh, I was mentioning it was, it was funny and ironic and hypocritical how they they <laughs> they were promoting um, black people and minorities and wanting to help them and yet they they put into power and for as presidency a rich old white man when. They had Kamala there. Why? Why didn't they give her the presidency? She was a minority. She represented a minority, and she was female. Remember, remember when 2016 when they were trying to push Hillary Clinton? She was a female. Like they, they went from a black president to the whitest freaking racist white guy you know, and Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. You, you know they called him that, right? In the Democratic. He's so weird. Well, that's the that's the other thing that's creepy about him. I'm not even going to go into. There's a the lot of fucking num- things that are creepy about him. I'm not even going to go into the numerous videos of him and the way he is not only with children, although that's bad enough in itself, but just women in general, and how he sniffs their hair and creeps behind them, and it's just it's just creepy the way he does any of it. The stuff yeah, he does. he'll like come up Almost behind like people and like smell their hair and shit. It's yeah. Like, what the like hell, dude? Like, who invited you over here? The way he holds their shoulders, like, pretty much, it's almost like, hey, how you doing? I own you. You can't do anything about it because I'm a rich, powerful old white man. That's the, the, I'm gonna keep bringing it up because that's so ironic. You literally, you can't stand white people and we're racist and have all the money and power. Then why the hell did you give that guy? The, all, all the things you're against. <laughs> that, I just can't. <laughs> you can't friggin' write this stuff. You can't. 
Oh, you gotta love, love life, right? So fun. Well, it just comes down to like they need they needed something somebody that has the funds and someone that has the experience and somebody that fits the that they can even mold to fit the narrative. Yeah, well, you know, there was uh, I think I sent you the the video. It was Tulsi Gabbard, who's a who's a Democratic politician who was also running, um, and she she was on Joe's podcast along with uh, Jocko Willink, which is an awesome former Navy SEAL dude. And she was everything the Democrats were looking for for a representative. She was a fe- she was a um, a veteran female, a man- sorry, a minority veteran female. She was she was Hawaiian and I believe black, if I remember correctly. Uh, intelligent, coherent. She was put together. She had a great head on her shoulders. But because of that, she didn't get in. You know why? Because she had a good head on her shoulders and she wouldn't give in to what they wanted. Because she talked about how she was in different... Uh, I guess, Democratic gatherings and, and events and stuff and how different members or lobbyists would come up to her and say, hey, um, you know, we'll help endorse you if you do this for us. And she was like, no, no, thank you. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't support that. And I just want to side note a little bit about lobbyists. I remember years ago, I always hated politics just because I, it was just, I, it was just stupidity. And now... And now it's like uh, exactly my fears are even worse than, than what I thought about politics. It's just it's, it's a waste of time, essentially, for the most part. It's just all BS. I'm going to put on a show for you. Oh, th- this is what I love when they call it political theater. I, I think that describes it perfectly. It's a friggin theatrical performance. They're going to put a magic show on and all these things and make it look great just to get your vote so they can say, screw you. Thanks for putting me in office. Now I do whatever the hell I want. And I'm going to take care of my buddies who actually put me here. Lobbyists, (laughs) I don't even know how it's legal. Because they say you're not, politicians can't be bribed. Lobbying is is essentially, I guess, quote unquote, legal bribing. It's companies and corporations and CEOs saying, hey, legally offer incentives. Exactly. It's like, I'm going to back you. Just make sure you do a bill or this or that to make, you know, life better for me and my business. It's like, how is that not, <laughs> how is that legal? How, how is that not bribing? I don't know, man. It, that's it's essentially been going on bribing. For so long. But I know that's, that's the problem. It's too. fucking it's like, stupid. And Joe Rogan talked about it. I love when he talked to Tulsi Gabber about it. You gotta, I gotta, if I didn't send you that, I'll send you. I think I might have sent it on WhatsApp. Um, that friggin', that podcast was amazing because. I love the few things that Joe Rogan covered on it too. He's like, our political system was, it's, it's old. It needs to be updated. And and I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with anything. Like we were talking earlier, especially this day and age, if you don't, if you don't adapt to technology or the the ways you're going to get left behind in the dust. Our political system was when it was built, it was built at a time that, it was best for it. You know, it worked best that way. Like there's better ways to do things. Like it's like, I think the way he put it, it's like, it's like working off of a Mac or windows computer from 1995 in 2020. Why would you use that computer? It's so outdated. 
it's not even funny, <laughs> you know? Like, it's, it's yeah. like, why would you ever do that? It should be updated and, and made better. And another thing I love that he said, and this, I know this is never going to happen, but it should because it would change everything. He was like, politicians should wear uniforms like NASCAR drivers do with all their sponsors. So you know exactly where they're going. <laughs> you know why they're doing what they're doing. You know why they're saying what they're saying. And I was like, yo, that is brilliant because I know why they're not going to ever do that because they, they like their secrets. I'll put it that way to start. They're not going to want you to know exactly who's actually pushing them and, and bidding their, their way into office. That would be so fucking funny. Can you imagine <laughs> that, though? Like, yeah. that, that is, is such a brilliant idea, though. Because that's, that's exactly... It's like, you know what you're, you're, you're voting for. You know what you're buying yeah, into. Yeah, you know what you're buying into. Like, you know what you're getting. Rather than... oh, Like, they can talk as eloquently as they want and say all these fancy things and all these great things that you want to hear. But, but then the if more you sponsors they have, the more of a Yeah, but then if you see like. their sponsors, like, wait a minute, that's totally... <laughs> That's totally opposite. That sponsor is the opposite of what you're saying you're going to do and fight against. It's like, get the hell out of here. You're, you're such a liar. <laughs> it's, it's, it would force them to be truthful, but that's something they can't do. A politician telling the truth. <laughs> you're better, better luck pulling a rabbit out of a hat. And you're not a magician. Even magicians, it's, it's a trick. <laughs> so it's not going to happen. Or, as I say... <laughs> Better waiting for pigs to fly. It's just, it's just not happening. <sighs> but, but yeah. So, and and Tulsi Gabber, to add more to it, she destroyed. Um, you probably don't know this because the media didn't really cover it. Tulsi Gabber destroyed Kamala Harris on the Democratic uh, debates. She destroyed her. They showed a clip of it because I don't know if you, uh, you remember how you're saying Joe Biden has a long history of a lot of messed up crap. Well, Kamala Harris also. She was a district attorney, I believe it was in L.A. or whatever, and she yeah. put more she put more of her quote unquote people, blacks and minorities, in prison and kept them in prison longer and gave them gave them harsher sentences than anybody. And then, so you're gonna again. This is one of the things where okay, so you're the one that's supposed to help those people when you're literally doing you've been you have a track record of doing the opposite. Why should we trust you? <laughs> Like, it comes down to, like, words mean, this is, like, that phrase, actions mean, speak louder than the words. They can say all the words they want, but their actions show different. You know? It's just, yeah, I, I love this that. goes down to, like, how Tulsa far Gabbard. people are actually willing to look into this kind of stuff. Well, not even, not even that. It's, this is also where the media plays a part. When you don't show the whole picture when you're just painting someone one way without giving their the whole thing, the whole picture, the whole truth, well, of course, if you're constantly feeding, fed, fed, fed the lie, and you're so, you know, we all have busy lives, you know, work, you know, bills, life, just everything. You don't have time to research this stuff. You know, it should be put out there. But, you know, that's, again, thinking that the media was neutral. And that's what I thought for some time. But it came out hard in the last several years how biased all media is. And it's like, wow, this, this is where we get all our information from. Like, holy crap, we've been screwed. We've been butt raped for, for years. 
Really? I mean, like your best sources of media. I mean, I don't even know, honestly. Like, there should be like a government institute for just solid ass information. Like, there should be something. No, unfortunately, you need private companies. That's what you need. Like, I don't know if you know Project Veritas. And even, even, uh, Project Veritas with what's his name? Uh, James O'Keefe, I believe his name is. I forget which. He used to work for a, a media company, but then he just branched off. And he's been exposing CNN. He's big on CNN right now. He's been exposing CNN and all media sources. Like he's an independent journalist seeking the truth. And it's awesome to freaking come across it. It's like comparing. Remember, I was telling you the Jordan Peterson thing? Like you got the edited version, and then this is the whole version. And then when you see them side by side and together, you're like, whoa, holy, okay, that one that they fed me was a lie and, and very biased and, and very wrong. And that one is, holy crap, those, those who told me that this was the truth were actually the ones lying to me. And then they get away with it every single day. Yes. It might be just a subtle fucking story. Sometimes they get caught on it, but at the end of the day, nobody cares. Not enough. Well, yes. No, no, no. I, I know. I know what you're talking about. And this is something I've been saying to, to people for a while now. The scary thing about telling a lie, especially in the media, is if the lie gets put out first, it doesn't even matter when the truth comes out because when it does, most people are kind of like, uh, "It's too late." And then, oh, well, what can we do? And well, we can't do anything about it. And that's the bad thing because. Now nobody's fixing the problem, and it's just getting perpetuated and blowing up even bigger, and it's it's just a chaotic mess. And and everybody keeps looking at it as like, well, I don't want to clean that up. You know, who wants to fix any problems? It's it takes a lot of time, energy, effort, and resources and finances half the time. It's exhausting to to, to make something better. But it should be done. There should be no excuse to fix a problem. But this is politics for you. Politics 101. Holy crap. How long have you been talking for? Damn, two hours. You there? Hello? Uh-oh. I think I might have lost you. 